My philosophy on art has always been that it unveils itself to you and not the other way around. When I was a little girl, my fairy godmother Mosa smacked me across the face and she said, Path, it's not enough in life to be beautiful. Life is a spiritual vocation. This is where it all began. A Valle de Lagrimas, a prayer in the Bible about the end of suffering, did not begin as a Valle de Lagrimas. It began as the Red Shoes by Hans Christian Andersen. This fairy tale is a pilgrimage in the First Communion to God. And it's about someone doing the complete opposite things in order to attain that holiness, such as sin and deceit. But as my life progressed, the film progressed, I was raped, somebody tried to kill me, I had chronic pain, I overcame chronic pain, I had drug addiction, I overcame drug addiction. There was an ominous curse on me. And all the while, all along, it was a spiritual journey. I was lost and I was found. We're born and then we die. And in between, we figure it out. And all along, it was a spiritual vocation. And for this suffering to end, which is what a Valle de Lagrimas is about, this life has to end, and I need to give birth to new life, mi alma. Spanish-American actress, artist, filmmaker, and writer Paz de la Huerta started her career as a model, transitioned into film. She's been in the Cider House Rules with Michael Caine and Charlize Theron, and Enter the Void by director Gaspar Noe, among other prominent films. Most people have heard of her and know her resume, so I won't go on and on about that but I wanted to touch on some of her accomplishments before we got into a conversation with her. I met this healer, this acupuncturist, who is the most profound healer I've ever worked with. And we got to the root cause of why I get well and then I fall apart. So the, the book is letters to two people that while I'm doing this deep healing, the, depending on what I learn and what I get out of my healing, the tone of the writing changes. And it, you know, it, it has to do with healing. And the writing is healing me. But yeah, I'm eating well, I'm sleeping well, I'm sober. Um, uh, you know, but I'm, I'm a very resilient woman, so, right. you know, 
And um, when uh, I won't go into specifics, but I did uh, spend some time with you in New York a couple of years ago. And uh, I remember you were writing your memoirs and your memoirs. We're going to talk about some of your interactions with artists and um, but also uh, recently I've been looking at your paintings quite a bit and um, quite quite enjoy your colors and what you've been painting can can you talk about your paintings a little bit yeah um I've been painting since I was a little girl. Um, you know, depending on what I go through, the paintings change. Um, I remember my mentor, this guy, Michael Rebel, mm. I was at a center for trauma, for people who have really bad trauma called The Refuge in South Central Florida. And he, he said my therapy was painting. He just gave me art supplies and a canvas. He said, this is your therapy. Um, mm -hmm. I, as far as my painting goes right now, I haven't painted in a while because certain energies I felt were impeding on my creativity as a painter and I'm a born rebel so I rebelled and but now I'm taking my power back so I'm getting an art studio on Monday and I'm going to start painting Monday oh that's great mm -hmm. are you able to talk about your location or would you prefer to keep that private where I am in the world yeah I'm in Madrid okay that's fine Okay. And you've been but there for a few years? No, I live in Paris. Oh. I live in Paris, but there's a lockdown in Paris. There's no restaurants or bars are open. There's six o'clock curfew. And I really didn't want to sit inside an apartment all day. So I came to Madrid. I came initially for a film festival, a movie I had premiering. And then I just decided to stay. And I've been here like three months. Mm -hmm. And which movie was that? Puppy Love. Puppy Love. I might have seen the trailer. Yeah. It's really good, and I'm really proud of my performance. I've gotten Best Actress at all the film festivals, and it's it's really a beautiful movie. That I'm it will be out this summer. I'm super proud of it. Who's the director? This guy, Mike Maxis. It's Mike Maxis and it's me and Sean Penn's son, Hopper Penn. Right. I saw that his last name was Penn, but I didn't research whether he was related to Sean Penn, but I, I figured. Yeah. And uh, do you have some other movies coming up? I did a movie about Rita Hayworth with Sebastian Fena that was shot over three summers in New York. And that's a wild ride. You see, we, we, we filmed her demise first. And then when I got healthy and good, we filmed the love goddess part. We did it backwards. And then, hello? Yeah, I'm here. Um, acting wise, I, 
I mean, I'm doing a Spanish film in April, uh, my first Spanish film. So that's, you know, I'm very selective when it comes to acting because, I mean, if you see my performances, I really do bear my soul on a level that's like, you know, it's not normal. So if I choose a project, I really have to make sure it's something I'm willing to dive into completely. And it's in line with my soul. Because if it goes against the grain of my soul, it'll be a disaster. So I'm not the kind of actor that needs to be a working actor. And I'm really grateful for that. That's a blessing. But, you know, I get get to... All my projects were, have been led by God, you know, I, except for a few. And if it goes against the grain of my soul, it's a disaster. Right. Hmm. So, so you're doing more movies. That's great. You have a... Yeah, I'm doing a Spanish film. Mm-hmm. And uh, when is, have you started filming or when does filming start on that? April. April. Mm-hmm. And I didn't ask you about your the way you act. I didn't really get into all oh. this. I mean, I, I basically knew you more on a friendship basis than a sort of a technical thing. But to, are you, do you do method acting or can well, you? Well, I have my own technique. I, everybody thinks I'm always sleeping on set, but I'm actually doing transcendental meditation. And I do that. I do the work, I work on the material, I, I work with sensory technique, which is method, it's quite method, and um, I work with sense memory, but then I surrender to God when it's in the moment. I, I do my TM meditation, and then I just show up present. You know, it's crazy. In my personal life, in life, you're going to read, when you read the book, my ex-boyfriend left me because he said I was too naive. Hmm. He said I was too naive, and I was too naive. But Henry Bernard Levy said about me, who was watching my life from afar, said, your purity is indestructible. Right. But something happens to me when I'm in front of a camera. I become like a human lie detector. I, I become not naive. Right. So it's your own method. It's not, you don't like, was there one role that you found was like the most difficult one for you to do that really challenged you, but you came out kind of triumphant at the end? I mean, Puppy Love, Enter the Void, Boardwalk Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they always cast me as the girl that cries the most. Right. So... So when you were you know, in Boardwalk I, Empire, did you do what were you doing like a certain kind of research or what were you basing? Was the character based on something? Were you thinking about somebody? I, I mean, I remember me and Marty Scorsese thought, where did Lucy come from? And I said, I want her to be a showgirl. And he said, oh, my God, yes. Nucky Thompson had a relationship with a showgirl. So somehow I'm quite psychic. I connected it on my own 
and we came up with that idea and then and then i created lucy i created lucy but i do have a technique i work with sense memory and then on set i work with tm i didn't used to but i do now and the tm is really important it like really gets me in touch with the truth of what i'm feeling in any given moment even if it goes against the grain of the scene cuz it's like right. transmutation It's like transmutation. If it's a happy scene but I'm in the moment feeling sad, I'll let myself feel that sadness fully and then I'll do the scene. Right. So for people listening to this, how do you have to learn how to do transcendental meditation? Is there a course or a guru that you go with? I believe there's a co- I took a course. I took a course. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it costs some money, so Right. Mm. I see. Every, everyone gets a mantra. But I mean, whatever, maybe it would just help if somebody meditated. I, I don't I don't know. Just sort of connecting in that way. Do you find that when you paint, you also kind of connect with that sort of thing? I guess I guess it's all interconnected. I sort of I get asked a lot about what I'm doing because I I paint and I also write and I do a few things but I'm I'm primarily a painter but um do you get a lot of questions about multiple doing multiple things like how do you feel about making art and also acting Well I believe true artists can jump in between mediums you know like Jack Nicholson paints I mean he paints all the he paints watercolors all the time I think true artists like they just need to express themselves, write, paint, act, everything. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I I have to be in the mood at different points in my life. I've been in the mood to do different things. Right. But it's always it's always like about healing for me. whatever it is in some way mm. and helping other people you know like i go to some really crazy places i mean as an actress i don't know if you know my work but i i take it really far i mean mm-hmm. I'd, i'd i'd like to do a comedy i think mm. i'm actually quite funny I think it's time for me to do a comedy. I agree. I agree. I think you can be very funny. I have seen you be very funny. Um I'm not um I know more about your art than about your acting. I've seen little clips of your acting, but I I have to dive in and really watch some full some of your past movies. Um Yeah. I mean, I just kind of know you on a friendship basis more than on a film basis. But I hear a lot of uh struggling uh actors and actresses talk about you in very high regard and talk and of course those directors that you work with are uh, incredible like you've worked with all the best people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I mean, for me I mean, my painting my painting is I love painting but I like to, I don't 
right now I'm really taking my power back in my life and I'm going to start painting Monday. Mm-hmm. For me, I don't like doing what I'm told, so I have to do things my way. I have to choose to do something. So is this Rita Hayworth movie, like, finished and viewable? Like, is there a place it could be watched? Yeah, it's uh, Sebastian Fana is... Um, sending it to distributors. He has an agent distributing it. Puppy Love is going to be out this summer. Um, it's going to premiere. And um, I'm really involved in my writing right now. This writing is taking everything for me. I hope it's funny at points. I'm trying to find the comedy and a lot of darkness. I always said life is an epic comedy and it's also a dream. You know, it's just this big dream. I mean, I had boyfriends who would say Paz approaches her love affairs like short films she directed. And then the most important thing we need to talk about is Valley of Tears. Valley of Talk about what? You haven't read about Valley of Tears on my Instagram? No, I want to hear it from you. Okay, Valley of Tears is a film I've been directing for 10 years about the end of suffering. It's a prayer in the Bible about the end of suffering. And there's only one more scene to shoot. Um, The crazy thing about my life is through all these different transformations and moments and insanity I have documented everything and I've documented it beautifully but told through a fairy tale the valley of tears first started as the red shoes so the film is an autobiographical um and it's the story with me narrating what's happening and it's it's um it's it's the most beautiful thing i've ever done and it's and i i've been living i mean a friend said to me the other day he's like you're living in a film yes i'm like i'm living in valley of tears and i want to finish it because the suffering has to end so right now the work i'm doing on myself is preparing me for the last scene which is when she finds peace. Um, Basically, I started filming it as the red shoes. Mm -hmm. Then I was raped. Then I was raped, right? So I added a rape scene. Then I got hit by the truck, and I thought I was going to die. So I thought this was going to be what I left behind. And I filmed it, like, on pain pills, like, doing... You know, she dies at the foot of Mother Mary. Um, And it's not just about me. It's about the people involved. I've been using the same actors for 10 years. And our producer, Johnny McNabb, died, and it's dedicated to him. And then I had the surgery that saved my life, so we kept filming. And that point, we shot her DMT scene. Um, And then... There was a curse, and the curse was gone. And it's it's about a lot of things. In the end, I don't want to say what happens in the end, 
but um, I'll send it to you when we hang up. Do you okay. want that? That would be great. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the whole thing, of course. It's just a little um, preview. I think you need to see it for yourself and then in your own words, write what you think it's about. Right, right. Well, this particular conversation that we're doing is going to be a podcast, so it'll it'll be audio. It'll be an audio conversation. I don't... I've never done it. Well, we're doing it, and then okay. some of it might end up being in text. Sometimes I transcribe it and... and... There? Well, my philosophy on art... My philosophy on art, you know, Noah, yeah. is that it unveils itself to you. It's that it unveils itself to you and not the other way around. So that's why I've been filming my movie for 10 years. And that's why when I paint, I paint with watercolors because I can't control them. I paint with watercolors colors and inks and then to finish it because I never want to finish it and it's never finished I use a resin that people use on oil paints that seals it and makes it look like glass and then the watercolors bleed so basically it's God speaking through me in the end and it it unveils itself to me Mm. you know and not the other way around right And as an actress, as an actress, you know, it's like, I'll do the preparation, I'll do the work, but in the moment, it becomes its own thing. It's, it's, it's something else. It's, you can't explain it. It's Mm -hmm. the opposite of control. Right. Right. Huh. Maybe it's about freedom, which is what I discovered my book was about today, Freedom. Hmm. That sounds great. Yeah, please send me the link so I can uh, check out this film. And you want me to send it to you now? Can yeah, you see when it we, while we're talking? Um, I can't really watch it while we're talking, but I'll watch it after. Um, okay. And, uh, I mean, you've done so much uh, stuff. You've done a lot of legendary stuff. It's kind of, I mean, there's just so many different things we could talk about, uh, about your career. Is there anything that you feel... I also modeled a lot. That's true as well. You were on the cover of Playboy five times, I think? No, I was on the cover of Playboy twice. Okay. I was um, on the cover of French Playboy and American Playboy. Mario Sorrenti shot my, shot my American Playboy cover and... Ellen Van Anwer shot my French Playboy cover. Right. And then you were, were you ever the, the face of an ad campaign? You must have been for something. Yeah, I did the Vivian Westwood campaign. I did Philosophy of Alberta Ferretti, and I did Agent Provocateur, and I did Diesel. Mm-hmm. And... That's what I remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you're you're working on your memoir. You're working yeah. on releasing a film that you wrote and directed. You wrote. You're the writer director of this film. And act in it. Wrote, wrote, direct, acted. Mm-hmm. Tell the story. Everything. 
Is this your first time directing? I mean, I started directing movies when I was 17. Yeah. The first film I directed was based on a monologue I did. I did the the last the last scene of Oscar Wilde's Salome and I worked on it with my acting coach and I decided it was her descent into madness. Wow. Um, she finally had what she loved the most, but he was dead, so she had to live in an imaginary world. So the film is um, her making love to the head of John the Baptist and losing her mind. And then the second film I did is called Pupa Papa Puta, which is about child molestation. And it's about a toy maker who has a doll that he's in love with. And a cyclist takes the doll. It's about things of va- that some things can be valuable, that things are precious and you need to take care of things. Right. And... Um, and then he kidnaps the, the, the doll, and then the toy maker dies, and then he throws it on the street, and then she becomes a real girl. And you realize the entire time she was a real girl. Hmm. So what did you what did you mean about that life is... You said something about, like, life is a dream. Yeah, I mean... What is... Merrily, 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 life is but a... Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, it can be, mm-hmm. but you know, like my friend said, maybe it's just one big long film I've been directing, mm-hmm. and now it's really time for me to end this chapter. I need to finish Rally of Tears, not just because I want to finish it, but for my own health. Right. For my health, I need to finish Valley of Tears. Mm-hmm. And then there are other films I want to make. Filmmaking is probably the thing I want to do the most. Um, I want to make, uh, maybe I shouldn't say what it is. There's a great book that I have a way of getting the rights to that I want to make. There's two books. So that's those are plans I have. Mm-hmm. And so you're kind of riding out the pandemic in Madrid, and then you're going to go back to Paris. Exactly. Okay. Well, um, I just wanted to catch up with you because I hadn't talked to you in a few years, and uh, I'm extremely honored that you would take the time to record something with me. I hope I said something of use. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I hope we can be in touch more often. I hope it isn't another two years before I talk to you. But even if we don't talk soon, definitely send me some of the clips of the stuff you're working on. I'll send it when we get off the phone. I'll send you the three-minute trailer. Okay. Well, have a great evening. And watch it. Watch it. Watch it tonight. Watch it when I send it to you. And let me know what you think afterwards. Okay, I will. I think you're going to be... Okay, I'll do it now. All right. right, Thank you, you, Noah. I send you love. Okay, love you. Okay. Bye. Love you. Bye. Art World, the White Hot Magazine podcast, where we feature the best art in the world. 
Read us on the web at www.whitehotmagazine.com. Visit us on Instagram and other social media platforms. The podcast can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all places where podcasts can be found. I'm your host, Noah Becker. 